Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It's a balloon party here on 101 ESPN, driven by Mungan S, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. That's Action Jackson. He goes by Jackson Burkett, and uh, he produces the Little Piddles Tuesday half and half, presented by the Angry Beaver. Indeed, indeed. Nice. Yeah. And then we also have Taylor Twelman, and Taylor texted me last night. He needs to go a little earlier today. Fine by us. Well, that's what I said. So he's going to join us at 10.15, a little earlier today. But what that allows us to do is to get right into the half and half. And I like that. I want to go right into it. Come on in. The water is warm. Text in the air. Comfort service. Text line 314-399-9646. And you can also join in the YouTube chat. Uh, 101 ESPN's uh, YouTube channel. And, And rank which one of us is hotter. You're going to smoke me, dude. I know, but I mean, if you like young and tall and pleasant, <laughs> then then I don't know. It's a coin flip. I have to bring it up with, I guess, IT or engineering here at the station to get some different lighting on where you I think stand. you have bad lighting and I have oh, good lighting. It's brutal. You think it's you think it's to make the quote unquote talent look better and then to make the board operators you and Tanner don't look as good. I mean, you're over there. You look like you're, you're sitting on a a golden sunset. When in reality, I'm just sitting on phone books. Right, and I'm over here in like an Apple store with just straight white light. Why are the people who work at the Apple store so condescending? Your That's thoughts, 314-399-9646. It's just, and I, listen, I, I know it's talk sports, <laughs> but just, 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 that's my one-off. That's all. That, this one's one for, you. for one, one for them, one for me. Right. One for them, one for me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Little Piddles Half and Half. It's presented by Angry Beaver. I haven't seen these. Yeah. I, I didn't see them yesterday, and I liked what you did. Yeah, I liked what you did. I appreciate you. But what are you going to do here? I mean, uh, what a win last night. Oakland A's in town. Right. Yeah, no, not going to I don't have a single question about that. All right, so what do you got? Uh, oh, I gotta, it, did you not write this out? Oh, is I did. this straight improv? Because no. you kind of looked up like I'm making something up and I didn't do my homework. Well, That's I, what it looked like. That was my read. I'm just telling <laughs> you. No, I was be much more deer in the headlights like, look, and I've had that many a times. No, I was going to talk about the Apple Store real quick. Uh, it's that blue shirt. I don't know. Something about the, they always got the glasses on, the Genius Bar. I think the title of Genius Bar kind of gives them a, hmm. a self inflated ego. Maybe we should call this show the Genius Bar. I don't go often enough. I don't want to. I don't have to want to make an appointment to go to the Apple Store. Oh, nice! Uh, is Jackson still a bull for hire? That's from the seven one four. Sounds like there might be I'm, I, <laughs> fish on the line. I, I, I'm. I think I'm turning to more of an emotional bull for hire. Like I'm there to talk with you. And oh, talk emotional you. friend. That's dangerous. It, it, that whenever 
if you're looking at like who is my partner possibly messing around with, the person who they call with their issues should be one and one A on that call list. Yep, 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 Just yep. being honest with you. All right, let's get into the half and half. Welcome, Williams Winery, a consensus top nice. five player across almost every ranking site. Ranking site. The Missouri product committed to the Tigers yesterday in a historic signing. You're wearing your uh, Tiger logo, I see. Is that by design? I have. Is that co- mere coincidence? I probably for those have of you watching on YouTube. 12 to 15 Missouri Tiger t shirts. So How many of them are Frank Hay shirts? Uh, one of them is from Mizzou basketball camp in which Frank Hayes was a coach during. Nice. And you and Kim English bonded. Yes. Yeah, that would have been like Hayes' first year because I think English was a senior that year. And that's when that's when all that went down. Kim English, greatest. Nothing but love. Province yeah. Friars. All right. Um, Eli Drinkwitz has certainly been more successful on the recruiting trail than on the gridiron. How long does that sliding scale last? And what I mean by sliding scale is being a good recruiter, having poor product on the field. How long, how much latitude do you give him? At what point does his recruiting success get trumped by his lack of success in the wins and loss column. Well, I mean, that can happen this year if they have a bad year on the field. From my standpoint, judging it's specific Missouri college football, and I think it's it's case by case, program by program, but Missouri college football, I view it through the lens of not only wins and losses, but also how did they win? How did they lose? Sure. And that's why anytime we talk about Missouri in last year, I feel like there was progress because... What was there one game where they were really blown off the field? K State, I guess, too, along with Tennessee. Yeah, K State was rough. But it, but you know, you're hanging with Georgia in a position to beat the eventual national champions, and that Kentucky situation was bizarre world, and Auburn was bizarre world. So I feel like there's progress. So you know, the recruiting thing is one thing, but uh, as far as on field, I feel like there's progress, and that's why I'm bullish, and that's why I'm sending you to Las Vegas. With a brick. And however you want to transport it, that's up to you. Yeah, send in your thoughts on how I should transport upwards of $10,000 through TSA. Jackson will be heading out there next week to place the over bet for me yeah. of six and a half. I got one spot I'm thinking of in particular, but... You know. Oh, wow, why don't you share that with the audience, especially all the young ladies watching. Right, yeah, I think they all know. Um, my question on like drink is, like, say he doesn't have the progress same as last year, do you jeopardize someone like Williams Winery and possibly Ryan Wingo, who's St. Louis University High School five-star wide receiver? Do you Who possibly, has not announced. He has not. He won't announce until December. Uh, do you jeopardize those possible recruitments on losing Eli Drinkwitz? Because if you lose Drinkwitz, there is a, a possibility, and honestly a pretty high possibility, that you could lose those recruits. Sure. I would also say that if Eli Drinkwitz wins nine games, then Eli Drinkwitz might be going somewhere else on his own. True. That's yeah. That's very much possible. It's both ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I wonder what Mizzou fans would want at that point. You want like seven or eight wins? Then keep everything status quo. I don't know. But uh, either way, it's great to see in-state players, especially an in-state Wonderful player. Wonderful coverage by Gabe DeArmond on Power Mizzou. I was locked in yesterday. The colonel was doing the Lord's work is what yeah. he was doing. Yeah, so it was great to see. Uh, on the same token, on the uh, with Missouri's NIL laws being very friendly towards recruits and their ability to stay in-state, do you like, do you think things like Winery committing to the Tigers will be more commonplace? If that is the case, do you think that Mizzou will be more inclined to cut ties with drink if the NIL laws are doing a fair share of the legwork? 
what I'm saying is, do you have to be a great recruiter with the new NIL laws for the state? No, of I, no. I mean, I, certainly it helps, but yeah, that's a huge factor. That's one of the things that I feel like is kind of not necessarily getting as much attention, but you have to be locked into the right, yeah. Jefferson City politics to be aware of that. But either way, pre that, he had a great recruiting class. Pre that, yeah. uh, so that that's, you know, I think if we're giving credit, got to give it where it's due and include all of the facts. But yeah, that's, that's, that's certainly a factor that at the moment benefits Missouri. Yeah. I wonder why more states wouldn't have rules like Missouri has where the, I mean, that's such a huge advantage being able to receive NIL money as soon as you sign. If you are an in-state player, I wouldn't, I, if I was a state legislate, I would, I, that doesn't make any sense. State legislator. I was a state legislate. Yeah. You don't have to say state legislator. Fine. Just left off the earth. One syllable. Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. I'm don't not, you get discouraged out there. This you. is your stage. Thank this you. is your stage. God. You're, I appreciate you. Um, yeah, I don't see why more states wouldn't just do exactly what Missouri is doing. It seems like it's the... At the moment, it is quite advantageous. There's no question about that. Right, like it's crazy to me that uh, other states would have like not NIL-friendly deals at all, but different strokes for different folks, Tim. Uh, I saw Piddles at a restaurant recently, and he kept asking everybody, do you know who I am? And he called me an unsponsored loser. That's from the 636. Jackson, I have to allow you the opportunity to refute this. I will be refuted, and you know I'd like to have a long diatribe right here on the radio, but you'll actually just be hearing from counsel. Oh, wow. So this gentleman is going to be served? This is what happens when you deal with pills, man. Yeah, you can say whatever you like. I keep notes. You do take, I do notice you take notes on the textures and your phone numbers. Diligent, yeah. My handwriting is straight chicken scratch, too. So. Little spreadsheet. Yeah. They call them little spreadsheets. <laughs> actually, they call me little spreadsheet. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, no, I did not call him an unsponsored loser. That would be, God, could you imagine saying that with a straight face? I always wonder about these, do you know who I am stories? Because like, sometimes you'll hear like about the weekend anchor, you know, <laughs> and I guess I'm like, I just can't believe, I can't believe that. But then at the same time, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I see it most often. Oh, when, you actually have witnessed it? Not like in person, but on video, when it's like someone getting pulled over for speeding, and they're like, oh, do you know who I am? And it's like, ooh. I would think that's like one of the worst times to try and pull that card. Yeah, I would. But do you know, I mean, just like the most vile thing. Ugh. I'm trying to think who I know who could even possibly have that in their artillery. Do you know who I am? I don't think it's you. I don't think it's you. It's not me. I can promise you that. Yeah. Did you just press a button like your hand uh, on the switchboard? <laughs> Taylor Twelman was calling in, and so I needed to put him on hold. And then as soon as we go to break, I, I, I honestly thought that's, oh, it's 10.15. God, I was like 10.10. 10. I probably got a couple more minutes. All right, we'll break. Taylor Twelman's going to join us immediately. Uh, he's brought to you by Together Credit Union. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. We're heading down to the pitch to talk soccer and City SC with Taylor Twelman. Talking with Twelman on 101 ESPN. Is presented by the City SC debit card. Exclusively at Together Credit Union. Welcome back. Let's bring him in. Taylor Twelman. He has, a, he has responsibilities, Jackson, and therefore I want to get him in and I want to let him go tend to his business. Good morning, Taylor. How are you, buddy? What's going on, man? Where are you? Philadelphia? 
I'm in Philadelphia, and uh, per usual, Messi wants a croissant sandwich and a side of fruit salad uh, for lunch, so I got to go out and get it. So that's why you're talking to me about 10 minutes earlier. This is amazing. I mean, this is kind of becoming a full-time gig, like a butler service you're running for Messi. Yeah, some would say this is the best side, the most quality and talent that I have. Uh, Some would say, you know, I'm underused. It depends. But the people that say I'm underused, Tim, they're just my mom and dad. That's where it it is. It's a parental reaction. I understand that. Well, since you have to go out and get this croissant, let me hit hit you with some quick questions here. Four of the next six games are on the road uh, for City. Do you think that this is going to be the biggest test for the team this season, this stretch that's coming up starting here on Sunday? I do. Absolutely, 100%. Um, you know, you you put yourself in the driver's seat. You've done everything right. You were disappointing in League's Cup. However, I think for this group, that was a blessing in disguise. You get re-energized. You've got players potentially coming back. you just got a real grind here coming up. You set it for the six on the road. You don't got City Park behind you, uh, albeit. I mean, in saying that, now Sunday you got to take care of business. So that means the two games at home, you've got to get six points out of that. This is going to be a difficult stretch. I think LAFC is a wounded animal, and the last thing you want to do is have a wounded animal chasing you. I'd be, I'd be very, very, very worried about LAFC chasing them. Uh, what do you think is the most realistic position in the table after this stretch, I mean, you've been you've been bullish throughout. You've certainly had your observations regarding being potentially aggressive when that opportunity presented itself, and some questions regarding uh, a couple of spots. But uh, what do you think is the realistic outcome here when that stretch is over after six games? I mean, it's tough, right? You've got foot, you've got a four point lead over over LAFC Salt Lake, yet you got a game in hand on Salt Lake in Seattle. I just think LAFC is going to be the one contender. I think Salt Lake is the real deal. I think they're going to have something to say. Obviously, City fans remember that game at home. Yes, I get it. St. Louis City beat Real Salt Lake in Salt Lake City. But, Tim, that was a completely different team than the one Salt Lake City and Real Salt Lake have now, right? I think you've got to have a home game. So top four has got to be the bare minimum. But now I'm of the mindset you've got to be a top two seed. You've given yourself a four-point lead going into this final stretch. You do not want to give it up, and yet I think if you're being realistic for what this is and for what the season is, it wouldn't surprise me if LAFC catch them. I'm wondering if what's taken place over the last couple of months, and I'm really, really curious on your opinion, because you'll shoot it straight and you won't just say great things about MLS if it's not what you're feeling. With the combination of Messi and what's going on there, and then talk of other international stars considering MLS. And then in addition to that, three of the four final teams in the League's Cup being from MLS. If MLS is, is gaining, whether it be credibility or just more interest uh, than, say, just a, a couple months ago, it, would that be fair? Would that be an overreach, in your opinion? I think it's fair. Uh, now, what level of credibility that is, that's always left to be determined. But that's why sports is awesome, because you can debate it in so many different ways. Uh, I think Messi's going to bring eyeballs that very, very few players have ever brought, ever. And that includes David Beckham, Tierra Henry, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. So that level of quote-unquote credibility is just going to come from exposure. Now, the success in League's Cup... Yeah, absolutely. I think the middle tier, and Tim, this is the first time in the history of the league, 
the middle tier of Major League Soccer versus the middle tier of League MX. We've never seen that. Major League Soccer is well beyond League MX at that point. The top tier, Major League Soccer is still chasing. Monterey, Tigres, Club America, you could throw in Pachuca, Cruz Azul, whatever those are. But those four clubs are operating in an environment where there's no salary cap. They can do whatever they want to do. And so the way their rosters are built, they're still at a different level than anyone in Major League Soccer. That's still apparent. But the gap from those four or five clubs to Major League Soccer is a lot smaller than it was four or five years ago. And it wouldn't surprise me if Messi's introduction into Major League Soccer forces the owners to maybe make a little bit more of an aggressive move to evolve in that salary cap and, and try to make Major League Soccer the number one league on this continent in this continent there it is taylor twelman who has responsibilities at the bottom of the hour in philadelphia so he was uh moving up uh to be uh, kind and work with uh, our schedule and his schedule this week in philadelphia taylor we always appreciate it thanks so much we'll let you go and go get tend to your duties and what is it a croissant you have to go get from messi that's the deal croissant yeah is it do you think he do you think he wants ham and cheese or should i give him a cheesesteak i am in philly like, yeah boy i don't know jackson i'm gonna yield to you you're an east Coast guy, yeah. I think when you're in Philly, you gotta go cheese. Is that the Delisandros? Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go, Taylor. There's yeah, our I'll official recommendation. Side of fries, and then the union will, uh, will the union will thank me later when he can't move sixty minutes in. <laughs> That'll be <Right>. great. <laughs> it's inside word for us. Short, uh, messy tonight. Thank you, uh, Taylor. There he is, Taylor Twelman with us, and uh, he has uh, responsibilities uh, for MLS at the bottom of the hour, so we moved him up in the program to fit his schedule. Taylor Twelman brought to you here on 101 ESPN by Together Credit Union. Think about it. So here's what's going to be going on in October. Is there going to be Cardinal playoff baseball? I still think so, because I have that bet. Right. And I like where I sit. Mm. I think everyone in the Cardinals camp is really... Like it. This is striking distance, is what we call it. Right. Eight and a half back. Wild card. This is just what numbers. The Padres. I was just looking at the standings for the hell of it, and I'm like, oh, the Cardinals have won two in a row. What the hell is like? <laughs> and I'm like, man, the Padres are only two games ahead of the Cardinals. How about that? Yeah, with the money they spent this offseason. But in October, yeah, there, there might not be a Cardinal playoff series. I, of course, still think there's going to be. Sure, sure, sure. A series, a long series, too. A, a World Series. But uh, you got Missouri taking on that Southern Bell, Brian Kelly. October 7th. October 7th. Uh, the Blues starting up the season. Yep. They're a hockey team that plays in St. Louis, Jackson. Ice hockey. That's correct. And could you have, I mean, no matter what, if I'm not mistaken, it's the 21st. Yes. Final home game against Seattle. Yep. I mean, that could be for the whole shooting match in the Western Conference. This could Can you be. you imagine? And it's also homecoming for your Missouri Tigers. Illinois' schedule is favorable. Yep. ILL may be lurking. This could be the new October in St. Louis. Is that right? Listen, we're so used to playoff baseball. With a, uh, I call it a beanie. Some call it a skull cap. Hmm. In Canada, they call it a toque. Uh, Look at you. The hat. You, you're used to that. Maybe some mittens watching baseball. You take that exact same garb mm. and you take it to the soccer pitch. You take it to the gridiron. Take the Blues it, game. You take it to, well, at the Enterprise Center, you can, I'd keep the beanie on. I think it's a good look. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could remove the mittens and coat and watch some uh, some good ice hockey. This could be the new October in St. Louis. Wow. It's not playoff baseball. I'll give you that. And this town runs on playoff baseball. 
but I wouldn't mind seeing a very competitive Tigers team. Fight, Tiger. Uh, the Dogs looking to claim a championship in their first season, and the Blues getting ready for uh, lifting the chalice the second time. Oh my goodness, you're predicting the Blues. Where did that come from? The Blues are going to win the chalice this year? Jackson. They have a good shot as anybody. Is that right? Well... I can't name anyone else, so I can name name another franchise. I can name other franchises. I just don't know who plays for them. Like name a franchise, I probably can't name a player. Edmonton Oilers. I'm going to give you a Uh, layup. Connor McDavid. Nice. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Nailed that that one. Nailed that one. And they also have uh, Drysidle. Look at the things are happening on this show. Have you been doing research? Peter Puck. Peter Puck. (laughs) Wow, this guy. Jamie Rivers might come in and just walk in and shake your hand. Pat me on the back. Give me an attaboy. That's all I've been. The Ron Burgundy, Wes Mantooth moment. Right. This kind of long-running feud with Jamie Rivers has really been a cry for help. So when we were recording the podcast yesterday, he peeked through the window and just stared you down. Is that correct? No, no, no. He stared you. Stared me down? You. My back was to him. I know. That's was that's that you know, that's that's scary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, hey, hey Rivers, how about, you know, I should have pushed you out of the way and said, hey, fight someone your own size. And I, yeah, I agree and I, with And I beat them up. Yeah, nicely done. Sports Thank radio, you. baby. Sports radio. <laughs> sports radio. Uh, we'll have more of the Little Piddles Tuesday half and half presented by Angry Beaver in the second half of Balloon Party. That will be coming your way. BK and Ferrario at the top of the hour. They had, uh, do you say Jim Bowden or Jim Bowden? I say Bowden. It's Bowden, I think. Really? I think if you're talking football coach family, it's Bowden. I think if you're talking baseball analyst, former GM, it's Bowden. Hey, that's fine. But I'm telling you. It's like the Arenado Arenado thing. I mean, it's a breaking ball, and every once in a while it'll freeze me. Just right there. Yeah. That's a tough one. Hanging breaking ball, pull the trigger. Pull the trigger, boy. Pull the trigger, boy. Pull the trigger, boy. That's what I say. Pull the trigger, boy. Is that Jiminy Glick? It is. Nice. Thank you. All right, so that's coming your way in the second half. BK and Ferrari at the top of the hour. You are listening to Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. I want to speak. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Balloon Party. Presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota here on 101 ESPN. Get involved on the program. Wide Birth Tuesday on Little Piddles Half and Half. Presented by Angry Beaver Tuesday. All of that is correct. Thank you. Text in 314-399-9646. QFTA from the Tim McKernan Show podcast, which you uh, should be listening to. A lot of things covered, kind of expounded on some topics from Balloon Party there. Uh, And I I welcome you to to subscribe uh, to the Tim McKernan Show podcast. TMA, of course, from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Celebrating our 19th anniversary this year of TMA and uh, Jackson the half and half to me is something that someday will celebrate 50 years and I appreciate that uh, I do have to say with the, oh my gosh with the Cardinals in their current situation and football hasn't started yet blues haven't started yet 
we're kind of in a, in a tough spot. Oh, somebody's putting a disclaimer on the final four questions of the half and half. Well, uh, Angry Beaver is calling their account rep to say we're pulling out. That's what they're going to say. We're done. Had enough. I would love to come on here and be like, you know, oh no, I think this is like my best work. I don't think it is. Wow. I don't think it is. Wow, 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 wow. I don't think it's bad work. By Sounds like means. you think it's a D. Mm, let's see. Like I'd pass. Like I think a professor would pass me. Mm-hmm. Would they mm-hmm. do it with a smile on their face? No. No. no, no. But they would no, say, no. you know what, this kid, you know, he's got, he's got moxie, mm-hmm. you know, little guile. Yeah, I think he does have moxie. I think he has guile. Right. Here we go. All right. I mean, I, this is like... Well, you sold it to the audience. All right. Dalvin Cook is heading to East Rutherford to join the likes of Aaron Rodgers and the oh New York boy. Jets. Wow. Well, no doubt. Well, all right. Are you all in on the Jets this season? <laughs> God. I feel like I got to give a take while Dan Orlowski's in the other two box rolling his eyes. <laughs> well, it's Molly the- Quarum's like... What do I do to get off the show? That's what I feel like this question. Am I all in on the Jets? Every day, by the way, you want some behind the scenes of balloon party? Every day, I look up on this monitor that's ESPN, and essentially they're ranking the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, but with just different phrasing. Yes. That's, that's essentially what they are doing at all times on that show. You have baseball going on. They never talk about it. They are ranking quarterbacks. Currently, a more concerning holdout, Bosa or Jones. There you go. You are now asking me if I'm all in on the Jets. This is like get up with Greeny. Well, when you look at the Jets at the moment, they have Aaron Rodgers. They're currently the hard box team. I'll answer the question. I'm aware. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the whole thing. Short the Jets. Short the Jets. Wow, look at you. You're doing the Dan Orlovsky confused thing. I couldn't disagree anymore. Wow, fine, let's bet. All right. So what's, the, what's their win total? We'll, we'll I think you told me it was nine and a half. I think that is the number. I am I am a short fest on hard knocks teams. And I understand that because I think but this is a different kind of hard knocks team. This fine. isn't like Dan Campbell right. firing they're, they're people. Good. Up. That's wonderful. You don't have to sell me on it. You're the one taking that side. I don't well, give a damn. I'm I'm giving you the over. It's all yours. You're a prince of a man. I'll take any wager you want up to a certain amount of money. All right. No, no doubt. Because uh, I can't hang with this Ledoux money. Right. I'm a South City kid. I'm a hard worker mm-hmm. who believes in right. hard work and yeah. families and no communities. Doubt. Families, yeah. Always <laughs> families. Who doesn't believe in families? <laughs> that matter. That's what my campaign spot is. Right. Hey, I get it. So the Jets over under this year is nine and a half. Yeah. So I will take the over. He's got the under yep. 20 bucks. All right, fair enough. Uh, you're going you're gonna to lose this bet. Well, great. Then good. Then you win $20. The Jets I mean, were almost like arguing with me about it. The only thing that scares me is the division. It's not the team themselves. It's the division. You got the Bills. You got, you got the Patriots. So now, taking, now you want the under? Is that what you're doing? And you got the Dolphins. I'm just saying those are four competitive. Those are three competitive. I actually short the Patriots. Zeke or otherwise, I don't care. I'm, I'm not buying into a Belichick selling without right. Brady. But I'm just, I, like, the Jets have an underrated defense. They got all these stars on offense. Who's going to stop them? That's what I say. All right. Well, that's good news. And you're going to get $20 Venmo to you at some point in December, right. January. How wonderful is it? Maybe even November. Maybe they'll come out of the block and threaten Mercury Morris and the 72 Dolphins. I'm shorting. All right. Hey, listen, that's your opinion, man. I know. I mean, it was your question. If this is question three, are we going to do LeBron or MJ now? It's not that bad, but it's it's up there. And then question five is, would the NBA work in St. Louis? No, it's even goofier. All right, let's go to question four. 
Tiger Woods won his second major on this day today, August the 15th. He won a second major PGA Championship in Medina. Mm-hmm. At Medina? In Medina? At Medina. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat Sergio Garcia. Yeah, El Nino. Yeah, it means the boy. Right. When looking across sports today, do you see anybody who has had some success early, similar to Tiger, mm-hmm. who could go down as one of these most decorated kind of oh, I like this goat question. status? I like this question. Why the Jets question? I'm, I am like grasping for things at the moment. I, I just but like to be transparent. Good, this is a good question. Eh. Like the Jets thing is like, let Stephen A. and Orlowski handle that. I feel like we could give off some Stephen well, A. We did. Energy. We just did a bet. Yeah, it's true. I get that. More sports radio hosts are just bet their money when they when they're screaming at each other. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. Yeah. So I spend my weekends. Uh, all right. So what? So what? What is, what is your question? A young player who has shown flashes of having potential greatness, right? At a super young age, right? What so, was Tiger? Twenty one or two when he won? Yeah. I guess. Yes. So this would be. I'm so for like football. I'll say twenty seven or younger because you start a little later. For basketball, baseball, and hockey, I'll say twenty five or younger. I feel like that's a, a fair enough because it's tough to be like 22 and being that guy. Like to get to the like for, for hockey, it's the standards Gretzky, right. and I just don't know if we'll yeah. ever see that again. No, I, I mean the records that Gretzky holds. What was that one where he would that still have to be the point leader even if he didn't score a single goal? And what does he play for the Golden Knights and Petrangels was the Oilers? Am I correct? Uh, Wayne Gretzky played most of his career in Edmonton and then made the move to L.A. And then had a cup of coffee with your St. Louis Blues. And where did he finish? <laughs> I was I was hoping. Listen, it was a changeup. I knew it was vulnerable, but I had a feeling I might be able to get the batter. Where did Gretzky finish his career? He you can f- text in 314-399-646. Can you give me a region of the country? No, actually. Uh, there's only so many franchises. Maybe uh, a little too aggressive with expansion in the 90s, but so still. So you won't give me a region. I'm going to guess Canada. And he finished it out with the Calgary Flames. Oh, my God. What, were they not a team at the time? That could be really bad. No, that was the team the Blues vanquished in the Monday Night Miracle. I don't... Oh, my God. I I don't know what that is. Ah! I don't know know what that is. Can we take phone calls? Can we break policy and just take phone calls? Leave mic drops? I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. Godspeed to you, sir. You're on your own. I don't know what that is. The Monday Night Miracle. I assume it happened on a Monday. So I got that going for me, which is nice. So Gretzky didn't finish it out in Calgary? Vancouver? Are you just going to start naming franchises? I mean, it's, I got a one of what, 30 chance? The, the, this is this is inner monologue now. Sure. The humanity in me wants to help you. Right. <laughs> I have a feeling that humanity won't come out to play today. <laughs> but but the fact, like not knowing where Gretzky finished his career as a player, that's one thing. Right. But then saying here on, like I could see Kerber like, like arriving here any moment. Right. Not knowing what the Monday Night Miracle is. I apologize. I really, what year did it happen? 1986. Okay. So that would have been like right when Gretzky was really working it with the Edmonton Oilers. That's correct, but it, it, this has nothing to do with Gretzky. Well, it just kind of seems like a race for second. So if we're talking legacy here, you know, it's not like 
the 2011 Cardinals or something. You are on Sports Talk Radio in St. Louis. Do your effing homework. That's from the 314. That also could be from management. <laughs> it wasn't assigned to me. <laughs> it could have been from management, actually. They just texted into the show. Yeah, listen. If this is my last moment here on the one ESPN. It's been a what would week. you like to say? <sighs> Such a wonderful run. From my first day, asking you what substance would you least like poured on you after a bowl win. That was a moment. Um, mispronouncing. Yeah, this, this one I think is going to actually be your Waterloo. Right. Yeah, the day you weren't in and WPG was slowly crossed my desk and I thought that meant wins per game. Right. Yeah, I wasn't there for that one. Singing the national anthem on opening day, out of tune, uh, off rhythm. Yeah, that was take me out to the ball game. Right, not the national anthem. Right, I don't think that would necessarily that be something have, I would advise, but then again, I wouldn't advise saying I don't know what the Monday Night yeah, Miracle is. It was taking out to the ball game. Thank you for that, Tim. Messing yeah. that up right there. Send this kid to a freaking NBA market. Good Lord. Unreal, Jackson. Unreal. It just sounds like somebody there is just disappointed. And I understand the disappointment, you know. Oh, Jackie boy. Prepare for liftoff. Liftoff. That's from Stepdad Gary. See, I've been able to hide on TMA, like when stuff like the Monday Night Miracle comes up. I would just, like, not talk. But the problem is with being just you and I, you and me. Damn it, my dad's going to get mad at me for that. Um, I, I have no cover. Like, when you say Monday Night Miracle, I don't know how to respond because I don't know what that is. I know the Minnesota I'm, I'm just, Miracle, I'm just, Stephen I'm just Diggs. Looking, it's like being at a WWE event and you think Stone Cold might come out. I'm just looking around the corner waiting for Jamie Rivers. Was He, he would have been too young to have been a part of that squad. Oh, God. Right? Like Jamie played like the 90s and early aughts, eh? Am I wrong? I don't know. They're going to play this on the fast lane. That's fine. Former one ESPN. Former. Jackson Burkett. Damn it. I'll be, for, I'll be former by 2 p.m. We're going to miss you, Jackson. Sorry, buddy. That's, That's from the 314. That's real. The Monday Night Miracle, of course, is one of the greatest moments in St. Louis sports history in which Doug Wickenheiser staved off elimination in what now would be called the Western Conference Final. Gotcha. Conference Final, Campbell Conference Final, 1986, as the Blues came back to force a Game 7 against not Wayne Gretzky's Calgary Flames. Yeah. Al McInnes' Calgary Flames. Oh, okay. Number two. Number two in your programs with number one in your hearts. Calgary Flames, beautiful logo. Big fan of the Flaming Sea. That's a good look. The texts. Are they are they supportive? Like, oh, it's okay, Jackson. You know. It's not a big deal. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This is this is the moment. I didn't even I didn't even know this was possible. Right. We have we still haven't answered my question. <laughs> what's what's the question? Who do you see that have some greatness? I mean Patrick Mahomes would be like the first one you'd think that of. That actually to answer your question, which I honestly have moved on past because I'm so <laughs> I feel like it's like breaking news just came across my desk and I have to I have to tend to it. Uh, yeah, so I have a journalistic uh, ob- uh, obligation to the audience here. Um, but uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes would be in the NFL. How old is he now? Uh, I bet Pat Mahomes is 27, That'd yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. Does anybody stand out in baseball that would that would fall in that category? Acuna, just because he's already won a World Series. Well, he is sick, and he missed a whole year. Right, so I'd say he's already had the team success. He's clearly shown that he can have individual success. I would say judge, but he's way too old. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, I, I would and think... And I don't think he's... I just... I, I mean, you're talking Tiger Woods. You're talking about... 
This is like goat. Yeah. yeah. So I just don't know if anybody's there, but I think Mahomes could wind up being in that. Guy, sure. Right? I don't think there's anybody in basketball. And you, I, you would know. Yeah. I don't think that there is somebody who can. I think there's a lot of the talent is vast, but I don't think it's like the peaks are going to be as high. Odds of Jackson being on the show still tomorrow. No, is it minus 290? Yes, is it plus 100? But these are like kind of like my quirks. Like these are like, you're like, you hate it at first, but it grows on you like a fungus. Get the one it adds out of Memphis. They have an NBA team, idiot. That's from the 314. They sure do. And they'll be taking on your Missouri Tigers on September 23rd, 1st? 23rd, I think. Uh, it's all good, Jackson. Hockey is a fringe sport pretty much everywhere else in the country. I grew up in Texas, and I can tell you right now. But it was not televised when I was a kid, so I have no idea what the Monday Night Miracle is either. NBA is king. Support for you right there. It's from the 314. Yeah. I, and listen, I, it's on me. I should know these things. I am a, a lifelong St. Louisan, even if I'm not invested into hockey like I, uh, some of my counterparts are. Mm-hmm. I should still know the the Keystone watershed moments, and I don't. And that's on me. And that is on me. I will take accountability. Well, what a moment right here. I will be better. What a moment here. I don't know how soon I'll get better. Well, maybe on YouTube, I'll pull up Monday Night Miracle, and we can watch it together right after the show, assuming HR isn't out. So he just, like, scored a goal? Is that what happened? He scored a goal on a Monday night, and it became the Monday Night Miracle, and then they went to the Western Conference Finals? Or that was in the Western Conference Finals? Well, at the time, it was called the Campbell Conference. Who's Campbell? Is it just, they, they just named after a guy? Campbell yeah. Soup? Sponsor? How How is it possible that the grave is being dug even deeper? I mean, I just, I, if we're being transparent, I don't know why they would call it the Campbell Conference. No, there's, the whole scoring system is wild, too. Now you're just attacking the sport. I swear, if Rivers is in the building, this door is going to, and this doorway is like 100 pounds. It does. It, it's going to swing open. He might be, he might just drive here now. What, are you going to yell at me because I don't know what the Monday Night Miracle is? And then you wondered if he was on the team. Well, no, I said, I said he was too young to be on the team. It's too young. It's too, too, well, I'll ask him about like the 72 Olympics. What does he know about Doug Collins? Now we're talking. You're going to appear on the fast lane today. You want to appear on the fast lane today. They won't have me on. I'm always here. Too much knowledge. Yeah, I'm like, hey, trade deadline in the NBA. You guys want somebody? No. Okay, I'll go home. I'm ready. <laughs> Same thing with the Blues analyst job. I'm ready. I'll have to learn about the Monday Night Miracle. but <laughs> Yeah, that'd be awkward. Do you if think John Kelly says, what a comeback here, Jackson, reminiscent of the Monday Night Miracle, and you go, oh, what was that? But that's what I think people would gravitate towards. Absolutely. A lack of knowledge. Right. I think that's like what the people want. They want the common man. And that's, if anyone's the common man, it's me. Absolutely. Ledoux guy. Right. Complaining about the heat while he's playing golf at Anbriar. Well, I'd lie. Say I went to Fox or something. Almighty. <laughs> what a moment. Uh, enjoy Jackson's final segment. It's coming up next here on Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. Right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Ramage into center ice to Paderko. Paderko stole it from Reinhardt. Breaking in to Hunter. Hunter shooting. Rebound. Wackenheiser scores! Wackenheiser! The winner for St. Louis and force a seventh game Wednesday in Calgary. Thoughts? Pretty good stuff right there. I gotta be honest with you. 
Do you know what that was? It's the Monday Night Miracle right there. Never gotten that deep into that bed. That really gets intense. Oh, I would say your day is about to get intense. Monday Night Miracle. So, 1986. Blues were down. Game six. Jackson. Tyson. Jordan. Jordan. Game six. Four to one going into the third. Down five to two with less than ten minutes left. And the Blues were able to win it in overtime. Doug Wickenheiser famously beat Mike Vernon. Now, in Missouri hockey, high school hockey, do they not have the Wickenheiser Cup, which oh, is named you, after Peter him? Puck. All of a sudden, was this a, was this a rope-a-dope? No, so here's a little fun fact. I think I've seen more high school hockey games than I've ever seen professional ice hockey games because I would love to go to the Ladue High School hockey games. They're really fun to go to. Uh, hang out with your friends. Cheer on the boys. Um, professional hockey. I don't know the gentleman. I gotta be honest, I don't know the people. Like, I know the names of the guys, but what I don't know do them personally. What do you mean personally. by you don't know the... I don't know. Like, I, like I have... Oh, okay. like, I, I I, like My saying. friends are on the ice hockey team for Ladue. I, I don't have any friends who play for the Blues. Got it. Not yet, at least. Right. I'm a friendly guy. But I mean, you you cheer for NBA teams. I don't think you necessarily know. No, LeBron. that's a good point. I wish I did. I'd love to go. You don't know Lebanyaya. Vic think. Vic Wemby. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know him. I haven't been to France before, so it would've been tough to see him. Thank you. You bet. One thousand times, I got to hear Dan Kelly's voice again. My all-time favorite. That is from the three one four. There you go. Yeah. So, so your lack of knowledge about what the Monday Night Miracle is right. led to us feeling an ethical obligation to play that which was Monday Night Miracle 1986 Campbell Conference Final. Yeah. Off to Game 7 we go. I'm and up until 2001, the last time the Blues had gotten to the Final Four in the NHL. You play the Sharks? No one? Rats. They did in 2016. They did in 2019. That. Yeah, Troy Brower, Bauer, Brower. Uh, he scored against the Blackhawks. I remember that. That's correct. I'm a little byproduct. You know, maybe we didn't, I didn't get the Monday Night Miracle off top, and now I know, and people got to hear Dan Kelly. I'm a little byproduct. So you're saying... A little silver lining. You intentionally mm. did this so that we could have... Dan Kelly's call of the Monday Night Mirror. No, 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 no. Again, little byproduct. This is just accidental. Happy circumstance. I was. I am. I am going to be under fire. I don't know if I will be fired, but I'll be under fire. And you know what? It's warranted. I notice that there are people waiting in the hallway. They have binders and such. They want a piece of me. Anyone out there want a piece of me? <laughs> I think they'd probably just want a meeting. Yeah, they probably just want to get in here and <laughs> get us out. Right. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a wonderful little question. It had to do with Tiger Woods winning the PGA Championship on this day. What nineteen ninety nine? Am I right on that, Peter? I believe that Peter? is the case, Peter. I was watching it in Little Rock. Yeah, television job, first one out of college, and uh, and that's when Sergio hit a shot from like behind a tree, and he like went running up following it. Is if that I'm when he was mistaken. like up in a tree? Like he had like one leg up uh, on I a just tree, chasing after and like skipping. And I think Tiger, that's when him and Tiger were doing battle. He was like, Tiger was looking back, or he was looking back at Tiger. I don't know what the deal was. But either way, that led to, somehow, that led to a revelation that Jackson does not know what the Monday Night Miracle is. But now he does. Still. Tim, who's replacing Lil Diddles? 
That's from the 314. Tim, you're going to have to make a change. You, this, you're, this what I, you, you do all personnel here at Harvard all personnel, Radio. Like, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll find out tomorrow if Jackson is here. Uh, follow things. We'll keep you updated on Twitter. Are you going to issue a statement? No. No. No apologies. Listen, you get me. I'm unapologetically me. Oh, my gosh. If you don't like it. What do you, you say? What you if don't, you don't like it, what? Then uh, complain about it. Because Lord knows I can't stop you from doing that. <laughs> Time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrari. We'll find out if they know what the Monday Night Miracle is. 50-50. I bet BK does. Coming your way uh, here at 11 o'clock for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.